This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and Dee. Listen, rate, subscribe. Can we marry dogs? Ooh. Oh, that's a pretty cute video going around. Uh, this is the news I like to Keep do. that lady away from my vagina. PC2. Uh, it's a dude, and he's talking with his dog and asking his dog questions, and his dog kind of, like, answers them. Uh, it's freaking adorable. It works. So here we go. Are you babies? Mm. Are you the babies? Mm. Are you a precious babies? Mm. Are you a pretty babies? Mm. Are you my babies? Mm. Say, I mm. love mm. daddy. Mm. That's pretty good. I thought he was going to do that. Ah, 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 stand alive, stand alive. And then they all broke out in a sequence. Flash mob, different uh, video. Shit. Uh, you have been working on getting your cat to talk. Indeed. Years and years of research and talking to my cat alone in a room. Cat pervert. Oh, my God, you got it. Cat pervert. What I do? What I say? Just alone in my room with my cat. What is that? Uh, no, that's adorable. Um, I mean, they have to have a vocabulary of some kind, he, uh, of an understanding of some words. Aspen is definitely, uh, Nash is getting better at it, but Aspen is definitely more vocal when I talk to him. I yeah. think it, well, cumulative over the years, I can, like, it, like uh, he'll go potty. Potty. Quite frankly, he's always on the potty. Okay? Quite frankly, always going doo-doo. Even when, uh, I, and I know he's doing duty when he's not on my lap. He's duty. And he'll Is come. He like Jinxie Cat? Does he'll come, he use no, the toilet? No, I don't want to do that. But um, he definitely announces himself uh, after he goes, duty. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, uh, so I talk to him and he's definitely, he definitely is more vocal. Like, uh, like he'll look at the uh, sliding door. He wants to go outside. I let him up. Yeah. Is he calling you right now? <laughs> My cat's calling. Hang on. What up, dog? Oh, this is funny. You're gonna think this is funny. This is what I say to my cat when I answer the phone. What up, dog? Mm-hmm. I, 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 he's always a dog when I answer the phone. What up, dog? He's like, what up, G? Like, what's up? You gonna take a nap? Wait for me to get home. It's like you need to get home and feed me. Um. Uh, yeah, I think it's a calming effect. I mean, he hasn't. Pooping, and, and screaming, and pooping. He's not speaking, you know, human words yet, but uh, oh. I, I feel like he's on the cusp. Yeah. He's just there's like something he wants to say, so I just wait for it. It's like trying to film a picture of Bigfoot. I'm trying to get it on. Yeah, you'll get there. Trying to record it. Mm-hmm. So the world will know I'm not insane. Look at my smart cat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you talk to your animals, right? Oh, yeah. A lot. Yeah. A lot. I think they enjoy it. But, yeah, and I mean, they there is, there's a certain level of vocabulary that is there, and I don't know. I'm they, sure they can... They recognize oh, yeah. their names. Sure. Sure. They, they know outside, um, and all the other stupid things I'm not going to repeat on the radio, because they sound like a big wimp. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, yeah, I think they understand more than we give them credit for. And then also, I think it depends on how much you do talk to them. Well, sure. I mean, um, you know, they hear, they hear certain words. Yeah. You know, uh, 
So I don't know. I uh, uh, I can't imagine not talking to my animals. Yeah. That would be weird. Like just have an animal and you never like look at it and say something. Right. Yeah. Why do you? Why have an animal? Right. You know, they're amusing. <laughs> they're my muse. Someday he'll talk. He'll talk. And he'll probably so, and- say, man, he's like. I wonder, I wonder if, what if he doesn't say anything nice? It'll crush me. I know. Well, that's like, I was going to ask if you would ever get an animal communicator. We were thinking about. Like a psychic? Yeah. Oh. Because, you know. I mean, he stares at me when he's like sitting on my chest. Yeah. He literally, his face has to be one inch away from my face. And he just stares at me right yeah. in the eyes. You ever watch videos of them, people that are animal communicators? So I think if he had something bad to say. You know, he, we wouldn't have a staring contest. Yeah. He'd be clawing my eyeballs out. Well, I'm sure there's a few things you do that irritate him. He'd let you know about. Oh, yeah. Grab his hind legs. and uh, Yeah, I screw with him. but you know. Yeah. He would tell the communicator that. Yeah. Then he'd be like, I would like more wet food, please. Mm, oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Uh, Sometimes I think. See, this is when I wish I didn't have a moral compass. Mm. Because I could totally BS my way through a animal communication session with people. And you know, then like horse people will pay money for that, like stupid money for that stuff. So you could totally BS your way as an animal communicator. Sure. Uh, like, like you're the psych- like you're the psychic. Right. Yeah, you're the cat psychic. It's like you're Jesus. Sure. You're bridging the gap. You can say anything and they're going to believe it because they're, they're, they're paying for it. They want to be, they pay to hear something. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. What would I you, know. What would you say if I brought Aspen over and be like, I know he loves me, but I just need to know for sure mm-hmm. that I'm his all-time favorite cat owner. Yeah. So what would you look like, rub his little head and, and then you'd be like, I'm getting a message. Hang on. I'm getting a message. He's got a poop. What yeah, would you, how I would you think do it? What like would you with cats, I think they just. I mean, if you were BSing me, yeah. What what would be your standard uh, yeah. line to well, a customer? Aspen wants to know this is his third time here, <laughs> right? So uh, he does appreciate your ownership because he has had bad owners in his past lives. <laughs> so he does know that. Okay, every every cat's had. Okay, okay, go on. Yeah, most cats have had. Okay, yeah. go on. Uh, he needs you to trim his butt hair more often. He misses his mom. Right, right. <laughs> his little cat mom. Yeah. His little cat brothers and sisters. Uh-huh. When they pulled him away at eight weeks old. <laughs> Still a little bitter about adding Nash to the home. <laughs> uh, yeah. I see, that, that makes me feel good. I mean, you know, who wouldn't, who wouldn't want to hear that? Right. Totally. I just couldn't lie to somebody like that. I couldn't do it. <laughs> well, you'd have to. Ch- well, why would I mean, you? Go- you're running a con, essentially. Well, it's totally. Why would you go back three times, though? I don't know. Just to uh, reach to the other side of the cat. Right. Maybe you implemented the new whatever they suggested, and you want to see if they like it. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Is it a one and done thing? Your animal communicator. See if somebody <laughs> went to one of those. Did you go to a cat psychic? Hello. Uh, hello. Uh, hello. Hello. Hey, I just wanted to touch base on that cat story we're talking about. Uh, found out that when cats will stare into your eyes, like really close, it's all about affection. Oh, you know? sure. Just like humans. Right. Yeah, yeah. When they bat those big eye eyelids 
Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yep, yep. Hey, first-time caller, I love you guys. Uh, oh. I always enjoy you in the morning, and uh, thank you for keeping it real. Well, thank you, man. Uh, I'm a first-time listener to your cat chat, and I am a big fan of yours, sir. <laughs> right on. Long-time hey, fan. Uh, first-time. Uh, looking forward. Sorry, go ahead. No, good. You I'm go done. ahead. We uh, talk all the time. I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's uh, I'll I'll be uh, looking out to your next uh, venues or whatever. I'd like to come see you guys. You're a hoop. Hell yeah! Love to love to proudly shake your hand. Heck yeah! Well, we'll be out for the tailgate on Saturday, and then I think after that it's I thirty nine Supply for Deer Camp uh, okay. kickoff. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to come see you guys. I'll Hell yeah! You, I'm, the cat. I'm the cat guy. All right, cat guy. Awesome. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. All right. Bye. Got away See, I, with pussy. I feel like he's got the gift. He does. But you're supposed to bat your eyes back at your cat to show them affection. So I'll take my glasses off and I'm like, hello, little boy. And then I'll slowly bat my eyelids. Yeah. Yeah. That's cute. I know it's That's cute. It's pretty cute. I know. I read too that if their tail is hooked, uh-huh. like up and hooked, that's also that they would like your attention. Yeah. Mm hmm. Oh yeah, they're spoiled. They uh, they definitely there are expectations, and that's a real thing. Hi, how's it going? So I'm having trouble now that we're doing cat chat with some communication with my animal. I have sea monkeys. Dude, they do nothing. I'm sorry. Talk about the, a con. The spineless brine that vibrates. <laughs> I still want to get on this class action lawsuit on this. Oh, thank you. Freeze-dried noodles is all sea monkeys are. The biggest con ever, dude. It's the worst ever. Next to healthcare insurance, it is the biggest con. <laughs> Without a doubt. They are spinning around because they're releasing See? an enzyme that a, uh, was they were uh, boiled in. <laughs> uh Imagine being a pet psychic that specializes in sea monkeys. Right. Um, that that. What, you, what if you were a sea monkey vet, veterinarian? Just to go over and go, my sea monkey's dead. Like right, that guy. Right. Well, I have bad be, news uh, for you. I've got bad news. They're all uh, dead. They were never alive, really. No. Well, no. Don't tell them that. Because no. then you know, say you got a, a better. They got a bad batch. Yeah. Of because uh, the ocean's really warm right now. They got a bad batch of sea monkeys. Oof. And you say that you've got your own, uh, but the initial uh, consultation's uh, $49. And your whole new sea monkey, a crop of sea monkeys. <clears throat> I'm going to run you about six payments. You make it like a car. Yeah. Like a motorcycle, like Here, six payments for a credit. Right. Yeah. So you could be a sea monkey veterinarian. Now, if they fall for that. Take their money if they fall for that. Like I mean, little, come on. There's got to be some sort of. A little tiny doctor's handbag. It's like the size of a coin yeah. purse. It's like yeah. A coin purse. It got a little Q-tip in there. Right. And you have to use the little tiny hands. A little eyedropper. Those little tiny hands. Yep. yep. That's fantastic. Sea monkey MD. Is it MD? <laughs> Hello. Here you've got a bad case of sea monkey COVID. Uh, we could make money. Stupid moral compass.
All right, then. Just take the sea monkey. Say you got to take him to the little sea monkey hospital and, and just say. Who am I talking to? I don't know. That guy that called. Oh. I don't know who you're talking to. Hello? Hello? Hey, I, there's a pet psychic in Mount Horeb, and I brought my rescue dog to her, and I think she was legit. She's not too expensive, and she was able to share, like, some of his past trauma and specific foods that I, like, share with him. Oh, really? So now, what, is the dog physically fine? Is it, like, missing a leg or something? Is it everything? No, he's, he's really anxious, and he's, mm. like, clearly traumatized by certain, like, Colors and noises, like when but they I were was colorblind. Last year. Yeah, hey, uh, uh, dogs aren't colorblind. I don't know. And then, and then, and then the dog. How, how did she like? Uh, did she touch the dog? Was it in her lap? Oh, what happened? So actually, it was kind of during uh, COVID. So the first one that we did was over Zoom, but then we did <laughs> meet with her because she does Reiki too. She specializes in horses. Yeah, should check her out. Yeah. So she's the she she talks to animals. Yeah, and I mean, like like I said, she was able to tell like specific foods that I share with him, and I think that was you know it wasn't like oh do, do you give him strawberries or oh do you give him blueberries you know it was like specific he likes this yeah so, yeah but what did she real. what did she what food did she nail that that was exact spot on. We share string cheese all the time, and he said, I like cheese. <laughs> string cheese. It's almost a gimme, yeah. isn't it? I mean, I mean, I don't think everybody shares cheese with their dog. It was specific. Now, if she wouldn't have said cheese, would you have uh, paid her? Uh, if she wouldn't have said cheese, would you still be happy with the consultation? Um, yeah, I mean, there were other things that she was able to nail, and she gave me some suggestions on how to help ease the anxiety. And then, like I said, after mm-hmm. afterwards, we went to her and... He had a, a Reiki session, and he did seem calm. I could see like change in him when she was like doing her magic. You could see her, him, like you know, yeah, take that level of calm, just like, yeah. Okay, like, how much? How much? Yeah, how much was it? It was like sixty dollars. <laughs> Jesus Christ! See, dude, we could be so rich, man. Jesus Christ! I, it wasn't fake. It was real. Listen to me. I, I already have a whole plan. Because they're going to book their appointments. We can stock Listen. their Facebook profiles and get all kinds of information about their pets before they actually come there. I don't think I have my dog on my Facebook. I don't think. I you say, oh, I'm saying that's what I'm going to do. Gonna spy, I'm gonna we're going to spy yes, on our customers way, before when, they come in? Yes. And that way we have certain information that we can bring up in a session right. and they'll be like, hot damn. Right. They must be legit. Yeah, he, he he is only at ease. And I'm not saying your girlfriend, sister he's, out there does that. No, he's I'm only just at ease when you wear your yellow Nikes on walks around the neighborhood. You'd be yeah. like, "My God, I have yellow Nikes." Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, we are so immoral. Did you leave recently? He's telling me that you've been gone on some sort of trip. You follow her to the uh, the uh, the vet. Yeah. And uh, I'm getting a doctor's name, a doctor, Dr. Feelgood. Oh, my God. I love the crew. Yeah. That's, uh, <clears throat> I feel, uh, mm, mm, I, uh, I don't want to upset you, but I, uh, uh, if she does Reiki, I get it. I mean, she's yeah. probably in tune with a lot of energy. Okay. All right. 60 bucks. How long was a session? An hour. 
holy crap, that's a long time to spend with someone. Well, I brought two dogs, so oh, okay. that Okay. But yeah, and I mean, she was able to tell me about like their interactions between each other without... Yeah. What is her, what is her title? I don't know. She, I mean, she does humans too, but uh-huh. she does dogs. Her name's Joan. Was there a, a crystal ball that the dog looked into, or was it... Or her, or did she close her eyes? Did she, you know, do weird chanting or anything? She did, like, she took notes. She took, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. She, I don't know. I believe in all that stuff. When they say something that connects with you, I think it's real. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sure. All right. Well, that's all that matters. I'm just saying I'm not a psychic, so I'm going to have to really con people. Well, good yeah. luck. <laughs> Probably Thanks. easier than I think. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I just got to get over that first right, look, initial. Look, if I'm going to go spy on your customers, you're paying for my gas and then and, and my my personal time. Oh my you're going to be yeah. driving around following some lady and her dog. All right, thanks. All right, have a good day. Bye. The lady with the dog's like, I think that car's been <laughs> following me all day. Dude. <laughs> um. Okay. Hey, man, whatever. Yeah, no, I get it. I'm... But that's how much we love our animals. I mean, right. that's just, we spend billions, chalk it up, oh, yeah. billions of dollars on how to, how to train, how to talk, how to how to deal, how to, it's incredible. Oh, yeah. So much money in our pets. Wow, that was enlightening. Yeah. I right. feel, uh, I feel like uh, I want to hug her and tell her to save her money. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Uh, an Atlanta homeowner came home from vacation to find that a company accidentally demolished her house. Whoopsies! Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, PC2, please. The company is called, you call it, we haul it. <laughs> With or without your permission, we're going to haul it away. Right. So I guess the neighbors, so she was gone, like I said, the neighbor w- went over there and was all like, hey guys, what's going on? And I guess they got, quote, nasty with her. Now, I don't know if that means. What? Like, like Janet Jackson nasty. Ah. Or if it means they were dicks. Yeah, I think they were dicks. Oh. I didn't know if this was the beginning of a porn or what was happening. <laughs> So then Susan sent a family member over to check out the permit, and that's when the company was like, whoops, uh, we're at the wrong address. Then they just drove off. They just left. Mm. So it turns out they didn't call it or haul it. Son of a bitch. No one was living in the house when it was destroyed. <laughs> they didn't. They literally didn't do anything they were supposed to do. So here's good old Susan Talking about getting the call from mm. the neighbor. Did you hire somebody to tear your house down next door to me that's been boarded up for about 15 years? And I said, uh, no. She said, well, there's somebody over here just demolished the whole house and tore the whole house down. He told her to shut up and mind her own business. Wow. Said, well, look, I want to see a permit or something. And he said, okay. Uh, he pulls it out and he says, oh, I'm at the wrong address. And just packs everything up Amazing. and leaves. And the house is <laughs> deported. Down, gone. Amazing. W- w- was she there? No, she was on vacation. And she was living in it? No. Oh. No one was living in the house. Oh. Yeah. It was, it's was. it been in the family for a long time. 
one of those. So maybe it didn't look, it probably looked demo-ish. So the whole, I guess the grounds were really well-maintained and whatnot. Taxes are up to date on it. It's just boarded up because it's an old house. They did not want it torn down. They they had no desire. But I see, now I would have been like, well, that's a free demo, mostly. Well, so. maybe she had some antiques or something. In right. There. Yeah, you never know. Well, whatever. Company told the local news that they're investigating and they're working to resolve the mishap. But the family is like, well, we haven't heard anything from the company. So I don't know how they're going to make it right. It sounds like kind of a cash only under the table business a little bit. I don't know. What is it? Call it and haul it? You call it. We haul it. Okay. Fancy. Mostly. <laughs> Uh. Well, yeah, I mean, at least the least they could do is clean it up at this point. I mean, I'd settle for that. I mean, you're, you can't rebuild it, right? Well, you know, dude's like, I'm at the wrong address. Like, I got to hire somebody else to haul yeah. it? You guys suck. I guess I'm a dip out of here. I'll see you later. <laughs> wrong address. My bad. Later. Look at the time. Sorry I called you a bitch. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That's. I don't know what I would do. I think I would start shooting people in the kneecaps. I don't know what I don't know what I would do. I mean, well, yeah, you can't really do nothing. I mean, I call a lawyer, call one call, one call, and he'll haul their ass into court. One call, that's all. Versus you, you call, call it, we, we haul it. it. I my money's on one call. That's all. One hundred percent. That guy's a barracuda. It's all over now. He's born to take cases like this, man. Yep. That's a, sure. that's an open and shut slam dunk, dude. Do you want the settlement money you deserve? You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system? Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. (laughs) If anybody saw me Friday, call. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Okay, uh, the first person to ever bungee jump died yesterday. Uh, I saw that dude. He was part of a pretty cool. He's, <sighs> he's got a great story. Get into it a little bit. Now, have you ever bungee jumped? Hell no. Okay, I didn't know if that that seemed like something like eighties you would do with no. your shoulder pads. I had and an stuff. opportunity to do uh, bungee and parachuting, and I I can't. Uh, I just can't get there. Heights. Is that the problem? It's not, yeah, that's not going to work for me. But anyways, seems like people enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, So anywho, yeah, the first guy that did it is dead. Uh, Age 78. Uh, Maverick, godfather of bungee jumping, uh, took the world's first leap, clutching a bottle of champagne and without testing the rope. (laughs) Holy crap. Uh Uh-huh. Born in 1945 as the eldest of seven, David Kirk birthed the worldwide phenomenon some 34 years later on April Fool's Day when dressed in a top hat and fresh from all-night partying, him and his friends decided to bungee jump from Bristol Clifton Suspension Bridge. He's been described as an anarchic anarchic buccaneer. There you go. Uh, 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 uh. Well, he was part of a group. Did you have that full story? Yeah. yeah. Okay. They broke. They were arrested. Oh, what was the name of their group? They had a really uh, the cool. The Dangerous Sports Club. The Dangerous Sports Club. So they were way ahead of its time. 1970s. It's like jackass. Yeah, exactly. I was, so I was going to say, and they, they were out doing crazy stunts, uh, jumping off of anything and 
Yeah, crazy. Uh, group and they always had like tuxedos on. Yeah, a group largely based in Oxford and London gained notable attention in the ensuing decade for their daredevil activities, often donning top hats and coattails and swigging champagne. The idea for their bungee jump had been inspired by a rite of passage on the island of Vanatu, known as land diving, which saw a young man leap from high towers and use vines to break their fall before landing on the ground. While well, a demonstration of land diving for the late queen during her visit to the Pacific Islands in 1974 went fatally wrong, that same year Kirk and his friends decided to attempt a similar feat mm-hmm. instead using elastic ropes used to help jet fighters land on aircraft carriers. Yeah. We hadn't tested it or anything like that, he said. Yeah, you think he'd tie a... We were called the Dangerous Sports Club, and testing it first wouldn't have been particularly dangerous. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> That's I, amazing. I uh, like the cut of his jib. Yeah, he's I, all like, "Dude, no false advertising here." Right, and and really, uh, you know, it took I think a, a, quite a while for that to catch on, didn't it? Or was it immediate? I don't think it was immediate. I feel like the '80s and '90s is yeah, when it. Right, yeah. that's what I felt like. Like yeah. I haven't. I don't remember it in the '70s, but it's more of like a. I don't know. Just a select amount of people had the the technology or right. the balls or you know the the know how. <laughs> why, why should I jump off this perfectly good bridge? Yeah. <laughs> so soon afterwards, the Dangerous Sports Club carried out bungee jumps from the Golden Gate Bridge yeah. uh, and performed a televised jump from the Ro- Royal George Suspension Bridge in yeah. Colorado. There they are in their top hats. It's pretty cool. Oh, my goodness. He also did. He slid down the slopes of St. Moritz on a grand piano. Yep. And uh, was going to fly a car across the Towers Bridge open drawbridge. But they canceled that. Uh, if you get a chance, a cool story was that petite guy that did the high wire walk between the Twin Towers while they were still up in yeah. New York. Uh, there was a movie with uh, Levitt. Go, uh, oh. Blah blah Gordon Levitt. Yeah, I like played him. The Felipe Petite. He was a Felipe. Uh, pretty wild story how they had to sneak up into the towers and pull that off. Uh, watch the movie. I highly recommend it. Yeah. it was, I thought the movie was excellent. So members of the group catapulted themselves off cliffs, jumped off <laughs> Cheddar Gorge, and hang, hang glided yeah. into 5,000 feet of cloud over Mount Kilimanjaro. It was all just a giggle. That's what he said. Yeah, the, you knew the hang gliding. You know that was a little mm. uh, un, uh, unproven, probably at the time, homemade. So the club's membership peaked in the 1980s. Mm. So did you, Danger? But that's okay. Shh! Don't tell anybody. Yep. The word gets out, I'm ruined. Kirk and his friends continued to push boundaries. In 1986, he was sponsored by Fosters to fly across the channel tied to a kangaroo-shaped cluster of helium balloons, <laughs> leading him to be pers- prosecuted for flying without a pilot's license. But I'm sure they would have Outstanding. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just, uh, oof. That whole even hot air balloons. I, it's it's so weird. My brain is just just can't make it work out. I just do not find joy in it like other people do. I would rather stay here on the ground, find other things to do. <laughs> if I want a real thrill, I'll climb up on my roof and clean my gutters. That's yeah. about it's about as but it's about all I'm willing to risk. I know. Why does it feel like I'm eight thousand feet in the air? I my 
I have a ranch house. I'm not going that far down. But you know, it's so weird. I don't think uh, <clears throat> I uh, weirdly I'll stay at a, a, a hotel in Chicago or something. You know, a hundred an eighty story hotel, whatever. I can't even go out on the deck. It's weird. Oh, my brain just gets a little haywire. It doesn't doesn't likey. I don't process heights well either. I don't think I, I don't think I could live in a tower. And you know the rails on that—they're not that—they don't seem to be that high. <laughs> I'm sure they're—they're they're fine. But I have this feeling I'm going to get up in the middle of the night and sleepwalk right off the ledge. There you go. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Like Jenny and Forrest Gump. <laughs> You're going to be up there in your platform shoes and your bell bottoms. Yeah. It's very weird. I'm just wired, yeah. wired strength. We have the same. Well, a lot of people have that with heights. It's and then it's like the. The urge to get closer to the ground, the yeah. high, more high up you are. I think I drink too much to uh, tempt uh, that kind of activity. Yeah. You need to think about that. Safety, dude. Get drunk and stumble off your balcony. Splat. Land on somebody. Yeah, no, there's one way to not let that happen. Just don't do it, man. But whatever, I, I appreciate the people that do. Yeah, dude. It's pretty badass stuff, especially those. You ever see those uh, Mexican uh, 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 high diving competitions where they're diving off the, the cliff diving stuff? Yeah. On uh, there's championships. There's like a world championship for it. Yeah. And they they have them all over the world at different locations. They're beautiful to watch. I feel like I've seen one that was like a Red Bull thing. Yeah, it's Red Bull, and uh, they, they dive off of these these crazy locations. It's insane. It's, it's even just them getting to the dive point is yeah. a, is fascinating. I got sucked into that one day. It yeah, was pretty I w- cool. Watch them all the time. It's a yeah. tour. It's a it's a world tour. I'll watch it, but no, I, I would never want to jump from that high. <laughs> Hell to the no. I just a lot of a lot of guts. Oof. Lots and lots of technique and guts. And you got, I think you have to kind of be passionate about it, don't you? Yeah. Very good at their job. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Uh, now, I love people's freaking Halloween direct, uh, decorations. Um, I saw some... And it was at Cambridge. Yeah. I took a little side street through Cambridge. Man, I don't know. Some people put a lot of time into that. It's pretty neat. Um, and I like the funny ones. There was somebody in Sun Prairie that did like a Taylor Swift era's mm. Halloween decorations. They were all skeletons and yada, yada, yada. Well, this fella here um, got a little too sexy. Some... He's too sexy for this holiday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So some residents of a neighborhood in Utah, of course. Oh, sure, Utah. You can't you can't wear a tank top in Utah. Is that a spaghetti strap? <laughs> Harlot. <laughs> anyway. Um so some people in this hood are upset about a Halloween decoration that shows like a skeleton pole dancing. Ah, stripper on, on a street sign. Still stripper pole action? Yeah. And then there's two other skeletons that are sitting on chairs nearby, and they have fake money. Can you believe? Oh, my God. The immoral dickbag next door. Great band name, by the way. Immoral dickbag. That's a great band name. 
Uh, Christopher Fujison, sure, uh, is the guy who made the display. And the neighbors complained because that's what people effing do. And the city told him he needed to take it down. What's the ordinance? It's a skeleton. Take it down. It's a skeleton. It's a code violation. You can't have anything hanging on a street sign. Oh. (laughs) Okay. You got to use your flagpole at home, dude. I mean, come on. Right. Uh, Christopher complied, but he just moved the display onto his own property. Attaboy. He also made it bigger and added lights, music, and more skeletons. Excellent. Because this guy is wonderful. I love it. Let's get Chris out of Utah. We need to go fund me. Chris <laughs> needs to leave Utah. Uh, neighbors who like the display have dropped off their own decorations to add to it. Others still don't like it. One neighbor said, I guess teaching our children respect, decency, and manners has gone by the side. So the just the mere thought of a strip, a stripper or a strip show, yeah, um, it's uh, got everybody wired and nuts. Is it the pole? Do we need to change the shape of the pole? <clears throat> It'd be so easy to explain that. It's like there's the human, but your child. It's like eh, there's what the human body looks like when the skin's and the and the blood's gone. I guarantee you, not one single kid made any remark about what was going right. on with that display. He thought it was All the they coolest. saw was a bunch of yeah, skeletons. He thought it was the coolest thing in the world. But I, I, I'll tell you where it would get uh, really fun is when you stop the car, get out, walk over to the stripper skeleton pole, and show your young five-year-old son where to stick the dollar bill. How to fold your dollar bill. That's where it counts. Son, if you fold it this way, they pick it up with their butt cheeks. <laughs> Tell me more. We're going to stick it right in your pumpkin patch, kid. Get up there. I'm going to boost you up. You're going to stick it right in your pumpkin That's patch. Right. No touchy. How great is that? I think it's pretty cool. Now, <sighs> uh, y'all might recall Halloween, uh, definitely an infamous holiday for whores, right? Whores love Halloween. Um, so the decency thing, come on now. Is this your first Halloween? What the hell? She's like, as if that's, that stripper's actually a little more naked than I like. Right down to the bones. I'd like to see Oof. a little. Like, I need some boobs on there at least. I know you like them thin, but God, dude. <laughs> That's terrible. I told her to lost weight. Now she's literally a skeleton. It's unbelievable. Uh, uh, what? How is that? It's so funny. That's so funny. You don't even have to say it's a a stripper pole. It's just a skeleton. What if it was on a tree? Okay, it'd be okay. Well, that's a pole, kind of. I think it's the combination it's, it's, with the pole, the money. <laughs> four chairs around. Yeah, I think it's a combination. Wait, were there four skeleton dudes sitting in the chairs? Yeah, there's five of them. He added more. <laughs> he's a good, he's a, yeah. That's he's fantastic. One of us. That's so cool. Hilarious. Man, oh, man. I can't imagine. Just. You can't let people just have their fun for a few weeks. But how, I mean, a kid would, uh, well, Utah. Well. And a kid, I mean, it's just like, oh, look at those skeletons. They're having a party, jumping up and down. and uh, You know, the pole really, uh, you could tell your kid, the pole really just is what's holding the skeleton up to make it look like he's flying. Yeah, I know. I mean, it just, yeah. it's just overthink all of this stuff. Skeletons. Well, that's why I'm all like, man. If that's what you're having a problem with explaining to your kid, God. how do you deal with real, real questions from your child? Right. What's a boner? 
Right. Are we just ignoring everything? If you can't explain to your kid, I don't care what the ages are. If you can't make up some sort of thing for what's happening with the skeletons that you're comfortable with to appease your child, there's no way your kid is coming to you and talking to you about real crap going on in their life. There's no way. F you, Utah. (laughs) Get off his yard. Get off his lawn. Oh, my God. Hey, it's time for an announcement. So, I'm so, I'm moving to Canada. You're coming with. I'm in. I'm fine. I don't know if they'll take us because you have to have some sort of value to add to their society. Well, we'll join the Navy. They have a Navy or something, don't they? I don't think they want us. I think, I don't know. Hi, how's it going? Hey, do the skeletons watch and got boners? Thank you. In that case, that worked. I, he had the right tone, the right voice, a little mm-hmm. scary. He said boner. Yeah. And all that. In this case, I'm going to I'm gonna green light that one. He didn't even shout it at us. I know. It was perfect timing. He must have taken he, his he, meds this weekend. He added. He must be back on his medication. He added. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. With Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.